0: Hello everybody, I'm Ashley. I'm going to be your host. Welcome to the BU Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to continue reading the book of Genesis, chapter 10, 11, 12, and a bonus, chapter 13, to start up the week. I have a new Living Translation Bible, but you are welcome to read along with your own Bible or simply listen to me and reflect. Remember, God loves you a lot. He has great plans for you. Just believe. Chapter 10. This is the account of the families of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the three sons of Noah. Many children were born to them after the great flood. Descendants of Japheth The descendants of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Mesheth, and Tiras. The descendants of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Riphath, and Togarmar. The descendants of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Gittim. And Rodanim. The descendants became the seafaring people that spread out to various lands, each identified by its own language, clan, and national identity. Descendants of Ham. The descendants of Ham were Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. The descendants of Cush were Seba, Havila, Sabta, Rama, and Sabtaka. The descendants of Rama were Sheba and Dedan. Cush was the ancestor of Nimrod who was the first heroic warrior on earth. Since he was the greatest hunter in the world, his name became proverbial. People would say, this man is like Nimrod, the greatest hunter in the world. He built his kingdom in the land of Babylonia with the cities of Babylon, Iraq, Akkad, and Kanel. From there, he expanded his territory to Assyria, building the cities of Nineveh, Rohobothir, Kala, and Resen, the great city located between Nineveh and Kala. Mizraim was the ancestor of the Ludites, Anamites, Lehabites, Naphutuites, Pathurites, Caslulites, and the Caphor from whom the Philistines came. Canaan's oldest son was Sidon, the ancestor of the Sidonians. Canaan was the Ancestor of the Hittites, sits Amorites, Girgashites, Hivites, Arkites, Sinaites, Arvidites, Zamorites, and Hamathites. The Canaanite clans eventually spread out, and the territory of Canaan extended from Sidon in the north to Gerar and Gaza in the south, and as far as as Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zoboim, near Lasha. These were the descendants of Ham, identified by clan, language, territory, and national identity. Descendants of Shem. Sons were born to Shem, the older brother of Japheth. Shem was the ancestor of all the descendants of Eber. The descendants of Shem were Elam, the Abhazad, Lud, and Aram. The descendants of Aram were Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. al was the father of Shelah, and Sheila was the father of Eber. Eber had two sons, the first named Pelag, which means division. For during his lifetime, the people of the world were divided into two different language groups. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan was the ancestor of Al-Madad. Hazarmaveth, Gerar, Hadoram, Uzal, Tiklah, Ubal, Amil El, Sheba, Ophir, Havila, and Jobab. All these were descendants of Joktan. The territory they occupied extended from Mishah all the way to Safar in the eastern mountains. These were descendants of Shem, identified by clan, language, territory, and national identity. Conclusion They are the clans that descended from Noah's sons, arranged by nation according to their lines of descent. All the nations of the earth descended from these clans after the great flood. So we can grasp that we all descended from the clans of Ham, Shem, and Japheth. We are their descendants because after the great flood, There was nobody but them. Chapter 11, The Tower of Abel At one time, all the people of the world spoke the same language and used the same words. As the people migrated to the east, they found a plain in the land of Babylonia and settled there. They began saying to each other, Let's make bricks and harden them with fire. In this region, bricks were used instead of stone, and tar was used for mortar. Then they said, Come. Let's build a great city for ourselves with the tower that reaches the sky. This will make us famous and keep us from being scattered all over the world. But the Lord came down to look at the city and the tower the people were building. Look, he said, the people are united. They all speak the same language. After this, nothing they set out to do will be impossible for them. Come, let's go down and confuse the people with different languages. Then they won't be able to understand each other. I just want to make a quick side note that when God is talking to people, like in chapter 11, verse 7, come, let's go down and confuse the people. He is talking to Jesus and the Holy Spirit. The three of them are the Trinity. So God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. In that way, the Lord scattered all of them all over the world, and they stopped building the city. That is why the city is called Babel, because that is where the Lord confused the people with different languages. In this way, he scattered them all over the world. The line of descent from Shem to Abram. This is the account of Shem's family. Two years after the great flood, when Shem was 100 years old, he became the father of Aphrazad. After the birth of Afrasad, Shem lived another 500 years and had other sons and daughters. When Afrasad was 35 years old, he became the father of Shelah. After the birth of Shelah, Afrasad lived another 403 years and had other sons and daughters. When Shelah was 30 years old, he became the father of Eber. After the birth of Eber, Shelah lived another 403 years and had other sons and daughters. When Eber was 34 years old, he became the father of Peleg. After the birth of Peleg, Eber lived another 430 years and had other sons and daughters. When Peleg was 30 years old, he became the father of Ru. After the birth of Ru, Peleg lived another 209 years and had other sons and daughters. When Ru was 32 years old, he became the father of Sarug. After the birth of Sarug, Ru lived another 207 years and had other sons and daughters. When Ru was 30 years old, he became the father of Nahor. After the birth of Nahor, Sarug lived another 200 years and had other sons and daughters. When Nahor was 29 years old, he became the father of Terah. After the birth of Terah, Nahor lived another 119 years and had other sons and daughters. After Terah was 70 years old, he became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran, the family of Terah. This is the account of Terah's family. Terah was the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran was the father of Lot. But Haran died in Ur of the Caladians and the land of his birth, while his father, Terah, was still living. Meanwhile, Abram and Nahor both married The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. Milcah and her sister Iscah were daughters of Nahor's brother Haran. But Sarai was unable to become pregnant and had no children. One day, Terah took his son Abram, his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son, Abram's wife, and his grandson, Lot, his son, Haran's child, and moved away from Ur of the Chaldeans. He was headed for the land of Canaan. But they stopped at Haran and settled there. Terah lived for 205 years and died while still in Haran. Chapter 12. The Call of Abram. The Lord hath said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife, Sarai, his nephew, Lot, and all his wealth, his livestock and all the people he had taken into his household at Haran and headed for the land of Canaan. When they arrived in Canaan, Abram traveled through the land as far as Shechem, There, he set up camp beside the Oak of Morah. At that time, the area was inhabited by the Canaanites. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give you this land to your descendants. And Abram built an altar there and dedicated it to the Lord who had appeared to them. After that, Abram traveled south and set up camp in the hill country with Bethel to the west and Ai to the east. There he built another altar and dedicated it to the Lord, and he worshipped the Lord. Then Abram continued traveling south by sages toward the Negev. Abram and Sarai in Egypt At that time, A severe famine struck in the land of Canaan, forcing Abram to go to Egypt, where he lived as a foreigner. He was approached when he was entering the border of Egypt. Abram said to his wife, Sari, look, you are a very beautiful woman. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Let's kill him, then we can have her. So please, tell them that you are my sister. Then they will spare my life and treat me well because of their interest in you. And sure enough, when Abram arrived in Egypt, everybody noticed Sarai's beauty. When the palace officials saw her, they sang her praises to the pharaoh, their king. And Sarai was taken into his palace. Then Pharaoh gave Abram many gifts because of her. Sheep, goats, cattle male and female donkeys male and female servants and camels but the lord sent terrible plagues upon pharaoh and his household because of sarai abram's wife so pharaoh summoned abram and accused him sharply what have you done to me he demanded why didn't you tell me she was your wife why did you say she is my sister and allow me to take her as my wife now then here is your wife take her and get her out of here pharaoh ordered some of his men to escort them and he sent abram out of the country along with his wife and all his possessions that's the end of chapter 12 chapter 13 abram and lot separate so abram left egypt and traveled north into negev along with his wife and lot and all that they owned Abram was very rich in livestock, silver, and gold. From the Negev, they continued traveling by sages toward Bethel, and they pitched their tents between Bethel and Ai, where they had camped before. This was the same place where Abram had built the altar, and there he worshipped the Lord again. Lot, who was traveling with Abram, had also become very wealthy with flocks of sheep and goats herds of cattle and many tents but the land could not support both Abram and Lot with all their flocks and herds living so close together so disputes broke out between the herdsmen and Abram and Lot. At that time Canaanites and Perizzites were also living in the land so we can imagine that this was a whole chaos It was so many people living in probably a land that did not sustain them all. So now we're going to see what happened next. Finally, Abram said to Lot, Let's not allow this conflict to come between us or our herdsmen. After all, we are close relatives. Abram was the uncle, Lot was his nephew. The whole countryside is open to you. Take your choice of any." section of the land you want and we will separate. If you want the land to the left, then I'll take the land on the right. If you prefer the land on the right, then I'll take the land on the left. La took a long look at the fertile plains of the Jordan Valley and the direction of Zor. The whole area was well watered everywhere, like the garden of the Lord or the beautiful land of Egypt. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot chose for himself the whole Jordan Valley to the east of them. He went there with his flocks and servants and parted company with his uncle Abram. So Abram settled in the land of Canaan, and Lot moved his tent to a place near Sodom, and settled among the cities of the plains. But the people of this area were extremely wicked and constantly sinned against the Lord. After Lot had gone, the Lord said to Abraham, look as far as you can see in every direction, north and south, east and west. I am giving you all this land as far as you can see to you and your descendants as a permanent possession and i will give you so many descendants that like the dust of the earth they cannot be counted go and walk through the land in every direction for i am giving it to you so abram moved his camp to hebron and settled near the oak grove belonging to There he builds another altar to the Lord. And that is the end of chapter 13. We could see through everything that Abraham and God were very, very close. And God told Abraham that he would give so many descendants like the dust of the earth that they cannot be counted and we are part of their descendants. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the BU Podcast. I hope you enjoyed and learned a lot. I'm Ashley, and I am reaching lives one episode at a time, with, of course, the help of God. See you next time. God loves you.